0: Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. I'd like to welcome my friend Nico Kaminsky to the Tube Labs podcast once again. And I have to tell you, he has a lot of fun information. If you are interested in shorts, we're definitely going to talk about shorts. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the algorithm. He Nico is always working hard for us, trying to find us more ways to understand what is happening with our channels through his his platform morning fame. And so we always like to check in with him to uh, let us know what's happening. So first of all, welcome Nico. Uh,
1: thanks, Rosh for having me again. it's It's always a pleasure, and I, I really look forward to dig deep today again.
0: Great! I mean, I, I'm so excited. You, you mentioned that you had started digging in a little bit with shorts. You want to start there? I think that's a good place to go. Um, oh yeah. Okay, let, let's do it. So let's, let's do that. Let's have it. What 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 have you found? What can you share with the Tube Labs community?
1: Uh, you know, shorts is crazy these days. I mean, uh, everyone is talking about it for a good reason, right? Because shorts in general is so new that you don't have much competition on there yet. So you have unique opportunities to really get views in counts, not imaginable for small channels in particular, thousands and thousands of views for fresh new channels uh, I've seen, for example, just because um, there's not much competition on there yet. A little bit like I would imagine YouTube in the early days, like 2010 or LinkedIn videos a few years ago, maybe still yet, but not so much anymore. Early LinkedIn video, um, something that early TikTok, you know, and that is really a unique opportunity for many and surprisingly well-performing for especially small YouTubers. Uh, For that reason, obviously, I had to look into it because it's such a new field. No one really knows a lot about how this Shorts algorithm works because it's really a separate new thing on YouTube mm. that works completely different than what we know from search, from home, from suggested videos. And uh, for that reason, I dug uh, deep into it with a data study. I'm happy to share a little bit of the insights today.
0: All right. Well, do share. What, what, what are some of the takeaways from your study?
1: Um, first of all, uh, the interesting thing is that we usually know that our subscribers on our channels are very important to bootstrap the success of a video. Mm-hmm. That is not the case for shorts. No, uh, Shorts um, are quite independent from your existing audience you have on your channel, so you can make shorts equally successful if you upload them to your current channel that you have already grown to a certain stage. Sure. Or just start a fresh new channel. The right. opportunity is exactly the same.
0: Oh, okay. um, so,
1: so this is very unique. Um, yeah.
0: So, so really, you know, if you're trying to look for a new audience or expand your audience, shorts would be a good way to go. And it very well may not hurt your channel, like maybe some of the conversations we've had about live video that could hurt you in some way. Is, is that a correct assumption?
1: Yeah, true. Um, it's a little bit of a more tricky question about we know that we can create new channels with just shorts. Um, mm-hmm. Many do so. So they have basically a second channel about the same topic that they usually have and right. started them for the pu- uh, sole purpose of uh, uploading shorts. Mr. Right. Beast, for example, is a good example from the very big uh, channels that do so. But I saw small channels as well. A friend of mine, Mike. He does uh, tech repair, for example, and Mm -hmm. he does the same thing in a second channel and got in uh, 500 subscribers in just um, one month or two weeks, uh, something around that. There's some crazy success stories, something that you don't usually hear for new channels that before the time of shorts, where you really took much longer to grow a small channel. But then again, of course, as you just said, uh, we might want to upload our shorts on the main channel because this way we can indeed get a new audience to our channel because uh, there are really tons of views, thousands of views uh, of course, not everyone makes them successfully right. um i my data study showed just uh for everyone to get a, a perspective on that uh one out of five channels uh one out of five channels gets shorts as a 10% or more traffic source on their channel. So okay. a significant source of views on their channels, oftentimes if it really takes off, it's like 70% or 80% oh. of all okay. views on the channel, existing channels
0: sure.
1: uh, suddenly uh, grow their views from um, shorts. So it's a crazy well-performing traffic source. Yeah, But then again, you have to say, When you uh, think about whether you do it on a new channel or an existing channel, uh, I studied it in more detail. And it turns out that the Shorts experience, because it's so new, even for YouTube itself, it's not, it's seemingly not very well integrated to the rest of the YouTube ecosystem. Mm. So when you gain views via Shorts, Then of course, you have the ability to gain new subscribers because everyone who looked at the Shorts viewing experience when you are on mobile and watch Shorts as a viewer, then you see the video and can easily um, swipe to the next video. Right. Um, But also you have this subscribe button. So um, the goal here would of course be to gain new subscribers via the Shorts Because it doesn't seem to be the case that Shorts itself because of them getting so many views also allowing in general more outreach on the platform as a whole. So the goal would be when you upload a short on your main channel to gain subscribers and this way then when you upload your next video, regular video for example, that those new subscribers get notified. And this way, watch another regular video from you. And this way, slowly become, um, you know, engaged with your main channel. And this way, you grow the audience of your main channel as well. Wire Shorts. Sure. However. You, yeah? No, mm. yeah. Go
0: ahead. Well, so <laughs> let, let me jump in with this. Um, have you noticed through your, the, process, the types of videos that seem to do well? I mean, this seems to come from, you know, we're, we're competing against TikTok here. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. more of a maybe a entertainment value, but you said your friend is tech, but what what types of videos seem to do well versus, you know, things that aren't doing well? I mean, is it is it that entertainment value that seems to kick off the uh, shorts experience?
1: Uh, yes, entertainment is perfect for that, obviously. I mean, when you watch TikTok, you see what styles of, it's mostly entertainment. And yep. uh, for that reason, the platform is so thriving as it is. And I see the same on uh, shorts on YouTube as well. Uh, Mr. Beast, for example, is a really good example um, where you have small jokes, uh, mm. comedy uh, shorts that are really good yeah. uh, if you want to get some inspiration. But it also works really well for educational channels. Okay. Uh, what I've seen there, and uh, I talked to many other YouTubers who tried it out as well, is um, quick tips are really working well as well. So if you have, for example, when we do YouTube advice, right? I plan my study that I do about shorts. I will do a regular uploaded video in which I explain all the things that I found out, which I am currently explaining as well. But also I will chop them up into shorts and will, for example, talk about what is the best time to upload a short? Right. And uh, should you um, do it on your main channel or the a new channel, these questions, they will all be in the regular video, but I chopped them up mm-hmm. so that you ha- actually have one of those tips in each shot okay. and we'll try it the same way because I heard from many other YouTubers who already did this in the educational space that this is really successful.
0: Okay. Now... You can upload a thumbnail for your shorts. Do you, have you noticed at all or, or even looked if it makes a difference in terms of shorts? Does, do people like the, the natural look of what's, what mm-hmm. YouTube gives us? Or do they, is it still a good idea maybe to put a thumbnail up there?
1: Uh, very good question. Um, basically, for shorts itself, the thumbnails are not important because they just don't show.
0: Ah, uh, okay. It, That's more just, for your um, regular channel Folks exactly. The, mm-hmm. the thumbnail. Okay.
1: So, when you, for example, go to your channel page and uh, list the videos there, you, you want to have something looking a little bit more nice. You don't have to design them uh, very in a fancy way. Just uh, what I've seen for many channels who upload their shorts on their main channel with, along with their regular videos, is just quickly saying on the sh- thumbnail, uh, this is a short, something. You know, channel name, hashtag shorts or something over the thumbnail, a little bit, uh, but I wouldn't invest much time in there. Actually, what I would recommend is because uh, where the thumbnail becomes relevant as well, uh, when you upload a short is in the notifications, right, Mm -hmm. or on the home feed when um, you have uploaded it, uh, because your existing subscribers from your past regular videos might see that on home or in the notifications. Right. Since the shorts are seemingly not well integrated with the rest of the platform, and it's also an experiment, obviously, for you, if you start doing shorts on your own channel, uh, it is a good idea to turn off notifications for your shorts. Oh. So this way, you make sure that you don't annoy your existing subscribers because they are obviously subscribed for the purpose of seeing your longer regular videos. Oh, that's and if a you're good ex- tip. Uh, it is, I think, a very good uh, thing when you do yeah. it on your main channel.
0: And wouldn't that then also, you know, kind of, in a sense, force the uh, Shorts algorithm to, or even just YouTube in general, to focus on the Shorts versus, I guess that really doesn't make sense, but it, it would just put all the energy into the Shorts platform versus, is that... Or yes. does it really, they're separate algorithms, so I guess it wouldn't matter so much, but it's kind of my uh, thought process there that you only get so much of the pie and if you can put more of the pie where you want it, <laughs> it's a slice where you want it in shorts. But that that may, may logically not make sense when you're uh, going- There, to
1: do that there is stuff. a logic to it. Uh, there is. Um, okay. Actually, um, it, it is not that you put more energy into the shorts algorithm by ignoring the rest, by turning right. off the notifications. Uh, But it is the case that when you upload a short, question is, if you turn off notifications, how does it affect the short algorithms? And um, it doesn't affect it as it seems, uh, as I got reports from it. You know, when I looked at hundreds of channels, um, I can't always tell if they turn off notifications or not, but it seems not to affect the success of shorts within the shorts experience. So turning them off, Um, still allows you to have successful shorts. But at the same time, uploaded shorts have an impact on the home algorithm and suggested videos and so on notifications. And you don't want to uh, misguide those, you know, classic algorithms, the classic experience that we have on YouTube. This is playing it safe on this site until you have more experience with your own shorts and may turn on, on the notifications. Actually, you know what? What is really interesting is you can actually upload shorts in a bulk fashion. Oh, really? Yes. um, And it is possible you don't have, you don't need time in between when you know, for example, for regular videos, you want to space out uploads because only then the home algorithm works in your favor properly. And that's not the case for shorts. I saw Mm -hmm. many channels who uploaded like three or five shorts exactly on the same minute, basically. Some of them took off, no matter uh, if it's the first of the bunch or the last of the bunch, middle of the bunch, this is working. So this is a unique opportunity. For example, what I would do as a strategy here is, and that I will do with my um, shorts study video, regular shorts study video. Um, as well, to uh, as I said previously, uh, do for example, three out uh, three tips that I have in the regular video, mm-hmm. chop them up into shorts yep. and upload them as a you know, bulk, yep. um, you know, one or two days before I upload my regular video about it. And this way, hopefully, get um, subscribers via the shorts. Yeah. And then when I upload the full video with you know the uh, full list of the tips so you yeah. could
0: do a, like a, a some it's like a whole bunch of mini trailers to get people that are interested yes. in that topic and yeah. then launch the video 2 days later with all those people with the recent watch history and in, interested in that topic ready to go exactly
1: yeah exactly uh, you know what um, since you just mentioned trailer I heard other YouTubers saying the exact same thing that that is their strategy for how they do shorts. Uh, It really is a teaser because when you upload the shorts you have many eyeballs on them uh, hopefully and um, they subscribe and since they are subscribed the chance is high that they get notified about the regular upload you do in a day after uh, two days after.
0: I like it that's great and and I have noticed and and actually I think I have it on one of my channels. they do have a a shelf there for a, a playlist uh for your shorts that you can put on the front page designated for shorts
1: oh yeah that that is yeah. a good idea too um depending on uh, you know what you want to do Amy yeah true uh the good question here is uh shorts weirds uh, themselves usually don't. I don't think that they leave the shorts experience quickly to check out the channel page. Uh, it is it is really early days. It would be um, for, yeah,
0: it would so, be yeah. for the people who are checking out your channel in general and they could see yeah, of the course. Shorts. Mm. I mean that that's all it would be for just like any playlist you have on your front page. But they do have one designated for shorts, and I did notice that the other mm. day and uh, threw that on there. So yeah, that was very interesting. Good stuff, Nico. That that's that's great. I, I just I have a whole strategy. With, in mind that we've just talked about i think i'm going to be moving forward with to see how that goes and not and not only that you've kind of pulled down the um the fear of like doing too many you know just maybe have three good trailer tips that will lead to that main video i i, I like that idea It will be interesting to see how that works out
1: oh yeah uh, it is really in a unique opportunity um with shorts you can't really do too much uh, if you upload them in bulk obviously yeah. then you have to turn off notifications yeah yeah uh, because uh, if so many notifications go out right away uh, you certainly annoy your subscribers
0: yeah. <laughs> absolutely so we were talking about uh, this a little bit before we went on you have some a little more information about other parts of the algorithms that you've been diving into uh Oh, b- before we do that, I know you've done some things within F- Morning Fame uh, related to Shorts. Why don't you share a little bit about that and maybe transition into the other algorithm stuff that you've been playing with?
1: Oh yeah, good point. Um, the thing that I'm investing all my time, most of my time um, in the, you know, whole year you know, yeah
0: now, is
1: to look into all the different algorithms that we have on YouTube and Shorts is obviously an extension to that now. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm releasing shortly to public, it's uh, still in early access right now, is an algorithm tab that gives you insights into how the different algorithms on YouTube promote your videos. Right. So everyone who uh, uh, thinks uh, algorithms is, sounds a little bit daunting, uh, it's just the different places on YouTube where your videos get shown. The start page, the home homepage, uh, which, which you open up uh, first when you open the app, for example, works a little bit different. It promotes uh, videos a little bit different. Like for example, search where people explicitly search for videos or the suggested videos that are in the sidebar or below on mobile uh, from the video that a viewer currently watches. Mm-hmm. So all the different algorithms promote your videos a little bit different. And if you know deeper and deeper how these algorithms behave, what they prefer, what they not prefer, then you can adjust your videos a little bit for that. And um, uh, most prominently, um, so um, besides shorts, that is now included in the algorithm tab as well to see how they perform, how they take off and all that. Uh, Most prominently prominently (laughs) is uh, the suggested videos algorithm. Because when we look at the um, YouTube as a whole, then um, uh, 75% of all views are coming from three algorithms, that is search, home, and suggested videos. And the more a channel grows, the more the suggested videos becomes the the primary view driver for your your channel. Of course, shorts now in the picture is a different thing, but we have to wait a little bit. To see how that evolves over time and how important it really is for most channels. Uh, But uh, suggested videos is of course the number one driver, at least if you are grown a little bit bigger. So let's say when you are at a thousand subscribers, then you can think about suggested videos a little bit more deeply and use it to your advantage. And the interesting part there is, and that is really unique for the suggested videos algorithm is, it loves when people binge watch your videos. Yeah, so right. Think, think Netflix and the series you have there. You want to binge watch them, ideally in one day, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> only um, <laughs> right. <laughs> sleep dep- deprivation will uh, hinder you doing that. Um, and that's the same thing on YouTube. When you want to get into the suggested videos algorithm, appear in the sidebar, ideally uh, next to a video. From a large channel because that is a big view driver then right uh, then you have to make people binge watch your content and that by the way is not only based on common sense uh, best practices and all the youtube advice that we have out there already it's also an area which is not super deeply known yet um, really? on YouTube. yeah it's it's really the case uh, for youtube search how to understand how we rank our videos in search This is very well known. Um, You have to learn the best practices, of course. It's a little bit of learning there, but we exactly know how we can rank our videos in search. It's no problem. But for suggested videos, home as well, and of course, no shorts, it is not so well known. Only, you know, advanced circuits in the YouTube space really know how suggested videos works. So we are currently in a, a status where everyone uh, tries to find best practices, share best practices, um, but the complete story is not out there yet.
0: Hmm. But the
1: interesting thing is, uh, although that's not the whole story in detail, but let's say 60, 70% of the whole story is that also YouTube says, if you want more suggested videos views, then you have to make people binge watch your videos. Right. And I'm currently in the process to understand how do you have to design series so that people actually do binge watch, how to make them work effectively and hence get the effect that the suggested videos algorithm promotes your video more.
0: Have you have you run into any any hints along the way in terms of the data related to that? Or is it just a matter of just create videos one to another? As we talk about on, on the TubeLabs podcast, we, we often say, make a video that the people who watched your last video would want to see and, and approach it that way. So you're always looking for that process of keeping people going. But is there anything in there that you're seeing that seems to be that little hint? Or is it just... Yeah, very good point.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's a very good point. If you do a sequential series, like, you know, on Netflix, most of the time you have episode one, episode two, and so on. And then this is perfect. uh, If you, for example, every week release a new episode, then people get into the habit of wanting to watch the next episode, next episode. Right. This is, by the way, not so important for the suggested videos algorithm, but more important for the home algorithm Ah. to have that. Because what is really important, and there was actually a change in the home algorithm about five months ago or so, oh, um, that YouTube um, increased the focus on your active, engaged audience. Okay. What you want to have is that those people who are subscribed to your channel and watch your videos all the time, that they keep coming back to watch new videos that you upload again and again for a long time. I mean, people lose interest in a channel for all kinds of reasons. So you can't keep them all the time. But if you do series in a sense that um, each episode builds anticipation for the next episode, yeah, think cliffhanger at the end of one episode, yeah, Uh, then you keep your existing subscribers in particular around and they really want to watch your new videos. And this is truly important. Um, Because for home and the suggested videos algorithm at the same time, those two algorithms are very driven, like you uh, mentioned, the watch history of viewers um, that ties technically into it. That's the reason why it works this way. Um, But uh, from a general perspective as a creator, it is important that you keep them active because even though your channel has most of the views from non-subscribers right. who discover your channel for the first time. The portion of viewers who are subscribed and keep coming back is usually very low. Yeah, That's normal. They still play a huge role in the success of your videos because right. as I mentioned earlier, for shorts, it's not the case. That's the reason why you can turn off notifications in shorts. That's right. the reason why you can start short a shorts only channel, fresh and new with zero, zero subscribers at that point. That's not the case for the home and the suggested videos algorithm because subscribers play an important role at the beginning of the life of a newly uploaded videos,
0: right? So let yeah. me let me jump in. so here here's a thought that's kind of going through my head and something we've talked about. in a sense, you you want to, and this is the, really the question is how long before you drop your next video? Because in a sense, if you, especially if you're a smaller channel, you don't have as m- many people, you want maybe more time to kind of fill up that number of people who have you in the watch history, mm-hmm. then drop your video. And those people will be in a sense notified on the home page or possibly suggested, uh, mostly home page, I would assume. Mm-hmm. And then yes. they mm-hmm. would, it would drive people to that Next video, and that you'd get more people ready to go over a three-day period versus a one-day period. Does that make sense? Especially a smaller channel. Mm -hmm. If you're a bigger channel, you probably get away with more videos because you have that large audience already who's just gonna come. And no matter what you do, you're just gonna pop right up because you, you have a good audience. Does that make sense? And would you suggest that maybe a smaller channel or any kind of a channel or all channels give it more time? before you drop your video?
1: Oh yeah, very, very important point. This is really, if you look at the life um, cycle of of a channel from start, Mm -hmm. uh, from from zero subscribers growing up, at the beginning, uh, the best way uh, to really get, you don't have an audience yet. You don't have active subscribers yet. So the best way to start is optimizing for YouTube search because. YouTube search gives you the ability to get your, front, your video in front of eyeballs of new viewers who didn't right. know about your channel yet. Right. This way you can uh, build your first fans, uh, engage with them again. Hopefully they come back for your new uploads, but the more you get active subscribers, people who watch your videos all the time, the more the home algorithm at this as a second stage, so to say in your growth right. stage, That starts to happen if you have a hundred or few hundred subscribers, then it starts to happen that uh, it is important that you focus on home, that your new videos get in front of as many of your active audience that you have as possible. Right. And at this stage, it's, as you say, very important to wait a little bit until everyone in your active audience, your active subscribers, actually watched your new video. So usually one day is not enough. So if you upload daily, for example, not everyone uh, finds your video right on the same day you uploaded it. They might find it a day later only. It is a good idea. That is my usual advice that you space out your new uploads at least two days apart, 48 hours apart. Sure, Because you can basically say if you watch a new video, then chances are that most people... um, discover it, who watched your videos in the past, uh, in the first two
0: days. So otherwise, you would cut it off. Could you wait too long? Do you think there's diminishing returns over time on that?
1: Um, Yeah, you can wait too long in a sense that, um, of course, if people watched your new video and there's not much happening on your channel at some point, you know, there's nothing new to watch. You should upload a new video so that People, when they are ready to watch a new video, um, are ready to watch it. I mean, there is, oh, I remember, there is one important part, and it's also the home algorithm. Hmm. Um, the home algorithm is the primary driver to notify your new video, your, um, your subscribers about your new videos. Right. Um, it's not really the notifications, it's not really a subscription feed. Most people discover your new videos while the homepage. Just by opening the app and browsing through all the new stuff that's out there. The home algorithm does most of the job there. And um, that home algorithm has a very close look at the watch history of each viewer separately. Yeah, We are now at the viewer perspective. And when you upload a new video on your channel, then it is primarily promoted to those viewers. Who watched a video on your channel in the last week? Okay. That is very important.
0: The last and week. Specifically, the last week? Is that the time this, frame? So yeah, maybe right so about diminishing this, returns, yeah. in a sense, would be over a week if you waited over a week.
1: Exactly. Theory. If the longer you wait, the less the home algorithm will promote your new upload. Okay. It can, um, for example, if you wait longer than a week, and uh, for that reason less viewers are notified about your new video or shown your new video in the home feed, but those less viewers really enjoy your video, high average view duration, high click-through rate, you know, the usual performance metrics that tell YouTube that the video is really good. Then the home algorithm will shift in second gear, so to say, and promote it to more of your active subscribers. Right, so you can still reach everyone, even if you upload less frequently, but then your videos have to be much better. So especially if you're a new YouTuber, you want to use the time window uh, in which it's more easy for you because as a new YouTuber, um, you don't have perfect videos yet. You can't really achieve the high audience retention yet. It it requires skill and practice, right? So right. uh, ideally, you would uh, at least upload once a week. I see that on my channel, for example, for uh, reasons, you know, I have so much <laughs> to do on my list. Yes. I can't upload every week anymore. Right,
0: right. And
1: I'm uploading every two weeks. And okay. that actually makes it harder. I Isn't really it? see that it is to a de- detriment for my channel. But you know, what can I do? It really is the effect of the algorithms. Yeah, um, My videos are not perfect. So um, the snowball effect that can happen if you have a really great video doesn't kick in for me. So I really have to make sure that every video is super spot on uh, to the interests that my active audience has. So I know I do SEO videos. I do algorithms videos. I can't do anything else because otherwise if I do something too much out of the usual topics that I cover on my channel that are the topics that my subscribers are there for on my channel, then I would have even less well-performing videos. So I have to be really on track. I really see like it's much more difficult to upload every two weeks only. Yeah. And that's okay. founded in how the algorithms work.
0: Right, right. So an actual example of what we're talking about, that diminishing return if you wait longer than a week. Exactly. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. As we start to wrap up here, and gosh, Nico, I, so much, I know how busy you are, and I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Is, are there any other little tidbits that you wanted to kind of just get off your chest and share with the Tube Labs community as we wrap this up?
1: Uh, yeah, maybe uh, we uh, give you uh, the full pictures. Uh, I started it. So uh, when you grow a channel, the first algorithm to focus on is YouTube search. Optimize yep. your videos with SEO best practices. Of course, you can use MorningFilm for that. TubeBuddy, yep. queue are also great tools for that. It is well known that's the basis for every new channel. Perfect, of course. Add shorts to the mix right now. Although I have to say the return there is not very high still. So what I've seen so far you get you- crazy amount of views okay mm-hmm. uh- but and uh, you get a few subscribers from that but yep. those subscribers are not worth a lot yet mm. so if you are considering whether you should do shorts something like that uh keep in mind shorts is very early yeah. Although it might be very exhilarating to get that many views. I mean, it's tenfold what a small channel usually gets mm-hmm. when those shorts are successful. Really, the proven way to grow a channel, a small channel, is YouTube search. Right. So don't let, you know, um, the trend affect you too much. Yeah, okay. if you really are serious about YouTube, the first thing is YouTube search. Experiment with Shorts a little bit, but don't expect too much. And uh, then the next thing is YouTube home. Um, And then the third thing is suggested videos. I would recommend not to worry about suggested videos too much unless you are beyond a thousand subscribers and have really a lively active community on your channel where people are. You know, your comments are in the hundreds, for example. Yeah. So because the suggested videos algorithm is also a thing that right now in the YouTube community, many people talk about. You also, for example, see people talking about, you know, there are so many more views and suggested videos. We shouldn't uh, really invest our time into YouTube search anymore because there are less views to get. But that's not true for so small channels. It's kind of right now in the YouTube space, you have like a mind shift going on this year in particular. And be careful about that a little bit um, because it's also a little bit experimental. The best practices are not very well established yet. I've given you in this podcast a little bit there. You can make it work. Um, But if you are serious, especially if you do it for your own business as outreach and so on, start with YouTube search SEO. Then later you will see that home will automatically start to work for you. And um, then also automatically suggested videos will do a little bit of a job for you. Then if you feel comfortable uploading videos that are successful in search and home, yeah, you will see that in your traffic sources. Or if you use Morning Fame, you see that in the um, algorithm tab. Yep. Um, then you can start thinking about, can I do these individual videos as series? And that is kind of a mind shift, something that we have to learn. It's not easy to think about, you know, separate individual video topic for individual videos and then shift our minds towards, how can I do a whole series about it? Right. It's more more difficult. Yeah. So until you feel comfortable about it, I would suggest focus on the proven best practices, YouTube SEO, and you will see uh, as well as what you said, uh, Rush, making sure that you really engage with the audience, that they keep coming back to watching new videos, which you don't need a series for that. You just have to have videos that really are tailored to the interests of your audience, understanding your audience, uh, well, that is really proven. And um, uh, this way you will
0: see growth. Wonderful. Nico Kamensky, thank you so much for being here on the Labs podcast. You are always just a wealth of information.
1: Absolutely, my pleasure. It's it's great to be there on your podcast all the time. Uh, I look forward to have another one. I think a fourth one, in maybe yeah. a half a year, a year or something yeah, like that, yeah. right?
0: Probably in the spring. Well, you'll, you'll hear me knocking on your door again, I'm sure. You're always a favorite.
1: And then we will see how much worth shots really is. Exactly right. <laughs>
0: Tune back in six months from now or so and see. We'll have more data. All right. Thank you again. Exactly. Thank you, also. Have a good one. The tube Labs podcast hosted at thetubeblogs.com.